Hey, in this episode of This Week in Photo, I get to sit down with Larry Tiefenbrunn. He is the founder and CEO of Platypod. We're gonna be talking about their newest product, the Platypod Handle. This is Twit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. This week I get to sit down with Larry Tiefenbrunn. Like I said in that intro there, the, they're the guys behind a brand new product that funded on Kickstarter, but you may know them from other products that they've released over the years. We're gonna talk a little bit about the, the history of the company and how he keeps coming up with these winners. And then we're gonna dive into this handle product that they put out there and uh, see what that's all about. Larry, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Hey, Frederick, it's so nice to be back with you again. And thank you so much for, uh, for having me on your wonderful show on TWIP. It's always, I mean, this is this is becoming a tradition, having you on the show. It's like, Larry, you tell me about these Kickstarters that you're about to kick off. You kick them off, they get funded to Jupiter and back, and then you come back on and tell me about the success of it and all that. So it's, I mean, we're this is just another time around the sun for us. So let's, before we dive into this Kickstarter and the success that you've had with Kickstarter going, you know, in the past, I want to set the stage a little bit and talk about Platypod as a company. I, I've known you for several years and you've been pumping out these since the first Platypod. You've been pumping out these products that photographers kind of didn't know they needed until they get it. And then they wonder how they they lived without it. So what what when you started the company, it's a little bit of origin story here. When you started the company, what was the driving force behind it? Were you just like the classic entrepreneur of, I see a need, I got to build something to fill that need? Or were you shooting in the dark or what? How, how did it start? Well, well, the Superman origins on this story <laughs> is basically my wife and I were on vacation in Utah and uh, we were down in Bryce Canyon and I had my trusty tripod hanging on my belt because I'm really not into those twisty bendy tripods. They're not sturdy enough. They, they really don't do the job and they take up space in the camera bag that obstructs the space that would be taken by a nice telephoto lens. So I had my uh, travel tripod hanging from my belt on a carabiner and climbing up a thousand feet from Bryce Canyon, uh, it got difficult. I think I ended up at the cardiologist that so when I came home, I said, you know, it's got to better be a better way to get heavy duty tripod support in a minimal form factor. And I thought, what well, could be better than just doing it in a plate? So I was looking all over the place. B&H had like 250 different compact tripods, but none of them were a plate. So one night I sat down, I scratched out a little plan, got together with a neighbor and friend of mine who's in the metals business, and we came up with this thing. It was the, this is the original Platypod Pro. We put uh, two bolts in it. Uh, they're made out of titanium. The reason we use titanium is because if you use stainless steel and then you anodize it, the stainless steel melts in anodizing solution. I don't know if you knew that. I did uh, not. And then people really kind of like this. And then we went on to make another platypod. Here, let me grab one here that was bigger. They wanted something a little bit bigger. So we came out with the platypod Max. And Max was kind of cool because it had this little snap-on box on here, which contained magnetically held in 
four little spikes, which you could mm -hmm. screw in here. So that if you wanted to get a uh, hold on and grip on rock or concrete, the spikes would provide that. Uh, we upgraded the Platypod, the original Platypod Pro later on due to suggestions from a lot of people to what was known as the Platypod Ultra. Mm -hmm. This one had one bolt in it, but it could be adapted with, with some adapters to make it in the, the 3 8 inch bolt, which is good for tripod heads, down to a quarter inch bolt, which you could use for other accessories. But what was nice about this is it had little loops on it so you could strap this onto a tree or a pole or a railing and made it very, very convenient for hikers and bikers and all kinds of people. And my big dream for a while was to have my own ball head. And as you well know, and I think you called it the Iron Man ball head when you yeah. when yes. we, we last <laughs> met about this. Um, I wanted a ball head that no longer contained knobs on it, but it could instead be operated by push buttons because the knobs were confusing. I wanted something you could grab with one hand. So we came up with the platyball, which basically you just grip onto, you pump the bottom button, it's, it's operates a few gears in there, that loosens it up, you pump the top one, that tightens it up to a 22 pound hole. And we came up with a very cool clamp on it, an Arca Swiss type clamp over here that's just operated with a little collar lock mm -hmm. over here a nice smooth panning head so that you'd get really good panning if you wanted to do a little bit of video work or panoramic work and then the coolest part about it was the world's very first led leveling indicator in a tripod head and we actually have this patented so we're the only ones with an electronic led um oh, that's crazy uh, leveling indicator and then we decided to, I hope you, I'm hoping I'm not boring you here. We decided no, then to good. upgrade the Platypod Max to the next version called the Extreme because although the spikes were good, they took about two minutes to deploy. Whereas now we've taken the spikes, we've put, in, put them on a, a hinge, and now you can deploy this in about, oh, one, two, three seconds and have it all ready all ready for action and also we put the belt loops onto uh, onto this as well carabiner holes to carry it by so this is the saga up until now and then yeah. uh whenever you're ready to talk about hey don't thing, show it yet that, that that's that's for the future you gotta yeah although they could go to the website and see it yeah that's that's interesting thank you for that because that was that was the the path of of evolution right. down memory lane for the the development right. of the products right so so Correct. i'm curious so that that when i look at all these the products and i have some of them in front of me here too as well i think engineering right i think okay this this took a significant engine even though the products are seemingly simple right and they solve a simple product or pro problem elegantly there's some engineering that went into this your background is not in engineering yeah, yeah i know what your no, background I'm is a, it's I'm not a pediatrician <laughs> I've, I've been a i've been a photographer for the past 50 years um okay. and i like to think of myself as a a pro amateur photographer i've done a little bit of of pro work also but uh, i have to give credit where credit is due i came up with the designs and the program of what i want in the product uh, i work with a brilliant young engineer out of utah 
whose name is Marin Swayze. And basically, I tell Marin what I want to see, and he makes it happen. Especially, I mean, Platyball took about five years to develop. The gear systems in here are amazing. Uh, Marin's uh, job before he went, uh, went private uh, of mechanical engineering, his job prior to that was building gear systems for uh, amusement park rides. So okay. he was quite capable of doing this kind of uh, this kind of a job. It was no easy task to get this push button effect into a heavy duty ball head. Yeah. So Larry, tell me before we dive into this new stuff. I'm curious how this the the ideation flow goes. Like, is it Larry's laying in bed in the middle of the night? Larry sits up straight, <laughs> honey. I got it. The next project. <laughs> and then you sketch something out on a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly that's exactly how I how it how it goes. You know, basically I I think of in my own photography the kind of things that I wish I could use, tools that I wish I could use. I'm not really looking to duplicate things that are already out on the market because there's no need for that. If I'm gonna put my time into this, I want something that's new, novel, that will help me and help other photographers. And I think, you know, from what you can see from our following, I think that has resounded through to the photography community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it seems like you're able to find these these niches, like I said in the beginning there, niches that solve problems that photographers didn't know they had. Right. And right. like like being able to put the camera literally inches off the ground to get that perspective or slap it to the side of a tree and get that. Perspective. And when you're on and when you're on vacation, avoiding the tripod police, that's a big one. There's so many places that you go to that don't allow tripods. We have hardly ever heard of anyone being turned away for a platypod. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And you can use those with phones or whatever. It doesn't have to be a proper DSLR yes. Yes. or mirrorless camera. Kinds, there's all kinds of phone adapters like this one from Square Jellyfish. Uh, these are, by the way, out of stock right now till October, but they will be available again then. And we're going to have those again on our website. But yes, you can uh, you can adapt. You know, you can adapt almost anything. I think of this as kind of the Swiss Army knife for photography because I can get lighting equipment on here get microphone equipment on here uh we have led lights that we uh that we sponsor through uh lumacube i can you know show you some of those later if you want uh yeah. but you can basically adapt look i even we even have little clamps that'll allow you to attach let's say a mirror onto a gooseneck onto your platypod and then use that to reflect when you're doing macro photography, food photography. A lot of people are into toy photography, certainly professional uh, product photography. It makes it easy and can all be done on a desktop in a really tight space. This reminds me of, uh, you remember when you were growing up, did you ever have the erector set? Remember erector, erector sets or you yeah. could build anything? Yeah, this reminds me, it feels like you're building an erector set here for photographers so they can, I did. I, oh, I, was I too need busy to do this. Watching, I was too busy watching Get Smart. I think that was oh. the shoe phone really, really had me. <laughs> the cone of silence. That would have been my other remember invention if, I, if this hadn't been done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's awesome. You you have that knack, right? Which which you know, I want to I want to fast forward to today. So you guys launched a Kickstarter, and I'll bring that up here. You launched the Kickstarter successfully. I want to say, 
this guy right here and uh it funded right it does it have the funding amount on this page no, you're I... not in kickstarter right now you're on our, there we our go. website there's um, a kickstarter there it is there's a kickstarter, there's a kickstarter. yeah so you wanted you were saying uh yeah i, I could do this with if i got ten thousand bucks i could make this thing you got one hundred twenty seven thousand dollars almost a hundred almost one hundred thirty thousand dollars to do this what happened How'd you overshoot the mark that much, Larry? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't our first rodeo. Uh, this this was our fifth Kickstarter. The first one really started with the um, with the Platypod Max, and I think we built an audience, and we built a very faithful audience of people who, once they got this equipment, realized that this stuff really helps their photography along, and people kept coming back. I think the majority of the Kickstarter uh, uh, backers this time around were people who had been on board before. Uh, I think once you understand and you've used some of this equipment, you'll realize that everything here kind of works together we call it the platypod ecosystem and it mm -hmm. all works together very nicely and it works with almost any other photography equipment because let's face it there are two kinds of bolts used in photography one is a 3 8 inch bolt that goes under most tripod heads and the other one is a quarter inch bolt like this that goes to basically everything else including mm -hmm. right underneath your camera uh, yeah. So uh, if, if you can adapt to all of those and all of the screw holes that we use are adaptable to both those kind of bolts, you can basically mount anything photographic to anything else into the Platypod system. I love that. I love that. Okay. So then that brings us to today, right? Speaking of mounting anything to the Platypod system, this new product that you launched a Kickstarter for that we were just talking about, this Platypod handle guy right here what was what was what was your aha moment on this one was this another honey i got it <laughs> you know, uh, well, more, now that there's a following there's more than an aha moment you know we go to a lot of photography shows uh, frederick you and i have, have uh, met each other also at uh, several of these shows and yep. i listened to the photographers coming up to our booth and a lot of people say wait couldn't you do this couldn't you do that a lot of people were asking for a riser yes they they were okay with platypod here but let's say and let me uh, let me just close in here let's say you wanted to shoot down at an angle on some food and you wanted to raise up your ball head a little bit above this level let's say i wanted to get a bit higher so now we've got a riser that goes above that and you can mount your camera on top of here and go a little bit down. I'll show you a more complex setup in just a little bit, but it also gives you a lot of options because now if you want to, our riser also extends up. So you can start off at six and a half inches or it can extend to 10 and a half inches. Or let's say you want something a little bit lower. And, and by the way, I, I it's hard to relate this um, over over the podcast, but the build on this is really nice and solid. You it see is, all these yeah. you know lines and stuff here. Everything is machined in afterwards. The grip is amazing. The locking mechanism, I mean, an eighth of a turn, and you're solidly locked in. But what we did also here is I made this convertible so that we could get this down to a three-inch riser as well because the lower stage comes off, the top stage 
pops off over here and goes on to here. And if you look closely, you'll see that there are eight quarter inch sockets on here. Around the top of that thing, yeah. On the top. So now if I want to, what I could do is I can mount in these little magic arms, which we have, platypod magic arms. So this is a um, this is a seven inch long magic arm, which I can basically with one knob just lock into practically any position I want to. And this will hold, these are rated to over five pounds. And then you just take a little, uh, let's say I want to put, let's say I want to put a light on here. Okay, so I've got one of these LumaCube panel lights. Let me go out a little wider. LumaCube panel lights over here. This has a little thumb screw, so I can just screw it on to the light, and now I've got that light solidly mounted right on top, and I can position it wherever I want. Or I'll show you another uh, another uh, setup later that where we yeah. can mount more lights. Uh, I, our friend Don Tomarechka, I know you know Don uh, very I well. I do very uh, well. Yeah. Does macro photography. Uh, Don has actually set up, I think, eight lights on here eight uh, ultraviolet lights because he he needs as much power as he can get uh on this using the different points and using uh some goosenecks that we also offer yeah wow okay so this this device the platypod handle is for anyone who like like so don Komarechka, right he does all kinds of stuff but mainly macro for the most part and right. he has a unique set of needs as a macro photographer because he's doing some next level macro photography type things. So this Correct. type of device, I mean, just for Don to be using something like this, right? It says it says a lot because right. he's the geek's geek of of tools and oh, gear yeah. and we all that. The, he, mad, you, the mad scientist of is. macro photography. <laughs> he is. He is Doc. He's Doc Brown of the macroverse, right? <laughs> so. Now with eight, so, with eight things with eight things on those sockets, he's now Doc Ock of uh, there you <laughs> of go. Photography. There you go. I sit corrected. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. So when I first got this thing, I I started doing some research. Right, I was like, okay, yes, this is interesting. Let me look around and see if there's anybody else doing anything like what Larry has put together. And I'm sorry, Larry, I got to bring up one of your competitors here that's building. <laughs> uh something very similar to what you're doing here you may want to like i don't know go talk to them but uh apparently obi-wan kenobi uh, has filed a patent on <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we'll collaborating and expanding the platypod universe to that, uh, but uh, so far we haven't gotten the technology quite down yet for the lightsabers. <laughs> right, no lightsaber. No, I can't. I can't cut through uh, solid steel with this thing yet. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> but let me tell you, with 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 my you know my love of the Star Wars uh, universe, uh, I, I can't say that it was. It was less than subliminal uh, on here. Yes, it, it, it played a little role in the design. I love it. Wanted, it totally it, looks like that. It, it's it's honestly, perfect. Originally, we were going to do a silicone rubber grip. And I saw a piece of metal like this where they had etched into the metal after anodizing it. And A, it looked cool. But B, there's a natural grip in here. You don't need any rubber on here. This goes into your hand really, really nicely. And here's the yeah. other thing, Frederick. Yes. 
macro food, all that other stuff. But think about this. Okay, I take one of our little disc adapters, put it onto here. Now I mount a camera, a little webcam or something, or a better quality, let's say maybe you want to do a Lumix on, on here. And now I can, I can add this on to with, with lights, with microphones, and I've got a one-piece unit that I can do, I can do my uh, yeah. podcasting with, or yep. you know, vlogging with, and if I want to extend it out a little bit more, I can. The other thing that's really cool with this is now I could set this down. I could set this down on a table. I'm sitting down, and I can have this placed directly at eye height. Yes, if you want to use a little, you know, tiny webcam, that's one thing. But now you can put a pro camera on your desk at eye height and you know and just do your uh, vlogging right from there yeah. or your podcasting right from there too and get the get the lights right up and out from here of course you don't want it right on the camera in your eyes but you can have it up for an angle so there's a lot of versatility uh in here as well i love it i love it you know what you should do larry i think you need a I think you need a, a platypod subscription platypod plus or something where i just give you a hundred bucks a year and i get that you know i get i get a product or something every year <laughs> it's just you know that might it's be too much stress product. on you though <laughs> it's a it's a marketing yeah i don't know <laughs> not getting any younger frederick i don't know we'll see <laughs> it's like the golden goose must produce yearly or else you'll they'll oh be held up pressure <laughs> The so pressure. what's the price point? What, what what's the price point? The retail of these, and when are they when are they going to hit the market? When can people go grab them? So by the time your viewers see this, these are going to be available. We have already been shipping to Kickstarter backers, and we should complete shipment probably the first week of August. There are people who have pre-ordered at the time of this recording. They're going to get shipped out right by after that. I would estimate by the second half of August. These will be available for purchase, $69 for the um, Platypod handle. But look out, because we're going to have some bundles together, like with our disc adapters, uh, together with uh, some of these elbows. So there's going to be some really, really great price breaks uh, that will save people uh, money on, on this. And then what's the, what's the next show that you're going to be at, trade show? Uh, we're signed up for Imaging USA in Louisville, Kentucky, the second half of January. I want to say around January 24th or so. Um, but look up uh, IUSA 2024 for the exact dates on that. And I can't wait to get back to another show. We're so excited. I know, right? Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. And I know I was uh, I twisted your arm a little bit because, you know, I always like to squeeze a little juice out of people that are coming on and promoting products to get some discounts for the uh, for the TWIP audience. So thank you for coming through with this discount. Tell us about this this discount. And we and thank you for the QR code on there. So if you have a an iPhone you can or a, whatever smartphone, you can aim it at that QR code. It'll take you right to the to the page right to and where you can. Yep. And basically, yeah. yeah, it's very, very simple. Using the uh, promo code TWIP20, I don't think it's case sensitive, but just in case, capital T, capital W, lowercase i, uh, uppercase P, 20, no spaces, TWIP20, and you get 20% off just about everything uh, on the uh, Platypod uh, website. So 
yeah, check that out. And, uh, and that offer is good till September 30th. And I would also invite uh, your viewers to sign up for our email list, at which gets you a subscription to the Platypod uh, monthly newsletter. And we've been publishing every month for about the last two or three years, uh, where you get some really nice articles, beautiful photos from top photographers, suggestions on what you can do with your Platypod equipment, and sometimes even more special offers uh, and news there. We also have a user group on uh, on Facebook. It's the uh, Platypod official users group. And uh, I think we've got over 1,300 members already on that and some really top photographers in there where you can post, share, ask questions. I think it's been very well attended and people are really enjoying that. That's really cool, man. Congratulations on, on all this stuff. It seems like you're hitting it out of the park. And before we before we end this, I want to I want to talk a little bit about that bit and just the Kickstarters. Right. So you've run several kickstarters how many did you say you've run five so far this was our fifth the, the handle was our fifth kickstarter yes i'm sorry i'm, I'm on i'm on the wrong camera <laughs> oh, it's okay. and they've they've all funded right so was, none of them yes. have fizzled you didn't make your make the money that you wanted or that you that you didn't well, get the pledges a, you, all of them here's an interesting factoid for you out of all kickstarters i would say uh, i i've read that less than five less than 0.5%, one in 200, break $100,000. And wow. we've done that five times already. So, wow. uh, and, what's the and secret? Thank God we haven't had any failures, you know, so been very proud of, uh, very proud of that and, and proud of our followers who are really, have been very faithful and supportive. Um, we pretty much always deliver on time with the one exception, Platypod, the Platyball was late because of design issues and because of COVID. Uh, but but every other uh, program, in, including the handle, has been not only on time but usually early delivery uh, for those. So, what what is the what's the secret sauce to a successful Kickstarter campaign? Wow, I think <laughs> a lot of it is really vetting your ideas uh, with respected people in the field that you're pursuing. And don't look for your relatives who are just going to say, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's great. You want people who are going to critique your ideas and tear it apart. If, if the person you're speaking to doesn't make at least one or two changes in what you're offering, go to somebody else because you're, you're missing something. So we've, we really vet every product out to a whole bunch of, of professional photographers, you know, people who you know, like Scott Kelby, like Rick Salmon, some of the top photographers in the, in the field. Certainly, uh, you know, Shiv Verma, who you know very well, has been a mentor mm -hmm. uh, to me and has helped me with product development. Levi Sim, uh, these guys are really great. And they're good at telling me what's wrong with my ideas. That's what you want to listen to more than anything. And then uh, you got to put together a good uh, Kickstarter presentation and you've got to put out a product that people need and you'll know it best if it's something that you need. But a lot of vetting, I, I think that's really, really important because you can lose your shirt on Kickstarter if you don't plan it right, if you don't do things, uh, you know, don't do things right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you've, it's interesting, you know, looking at the website, and I was going through some of the videos that you've got up there, you've got almost a who's who of photographers up there, like you mentioned, you know, the, the, a lot of big names, Hilmar Smith is up there, you know, using the product. 
how are you able to attract them? Are you, are you do you do you do the hey look at this beautiful thing? Don't you want to play with it thing? Or do they come to you? Oh, how do you how do you get them on board? The secret is go to trade shows, go to yeah. photography shows. This is where you meet people. Go to shows where there's a lot of presenters and you know get to talk to people. I mean, this is this is now uh, seven or eight years of networking. Uh, to build up a following, but uh, uh, you, you got to be good at networking, and <laughs> you're certainly wonderful at uh, at that, Frederick. I think you know all of the who's who's in the field. Uh, yeah, man, you, you start seeing patterns in the chaos over time, right? <laughs> so yeah. it's a it is a tiny industry. It's interesting. You go, you get into photography, you think it's just this huge, expansive world, and it's not. It's just a finite number of of people and brands and tools and everyone knows each other so yeah it's, hey frederick it's did you want to see one or two really cool really cool setups that uh yeah can together? you you have time absolutely yeah, sure 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 here this is just to simulate like a a tree or a, a telephone pole that you might encounter oh, cool. here let's get the, the wide view now generally if i try to put let's say a ball head on here and then to mount the camera onto that, you're gonna find that the camera may actually, if you're trying to go vertical, it might not work, so, I'm sorry, if you try to go horizontal, it may kind of bang into things. So one of the things that the, uh, the handle allows now is to act as a little spacer in situations like that. So now you can mount on to that same object are you able to see uh, everything yeah, there absolutely yeah I see okay it. you're able to mount onto that same object and it just works and you have now a nice gap and that's just with the three inch with the three inch spacer that it breaks that it breaks down to so that's that's one cool little uh, setup that we have and the other, and again, it was a need that was filled because people were coming back and saying, you know, I, if I use an L bracket and I position it right, I can, I can do that. But to be able to rotate the camera was a problem. The other thing that's really cool is if you're doing food photography, especially, but certainly product photography of any type, let's say you go into a restaurant. The restaurant, if it's operating, you don't want to have a tripod there by the table and customers are tripping over it and stuff. So I've set up here a platypod extreme with one handle with one of our ball heads this is uh, one of the platyball ball heads but you can do this one with any ball head a second handle over here now it's at 90 degrees mm. i've put another little ball head at the end here to hold my camera i've put two elbows on here and some goosenecks now the only one little extra piece of equipment you may need is you will need is a clamp this is a ten dollar clamp that i purchased at a local hardware store you just clamp that onto the end of the table now i've got an overhead rig that i can simply put my camera onto and and do macro work do food work right onto oh let me take this is actually too big a lens here's a product here's a camera set up with a macro lens and i yeah, can just get that go. right onto here and nice and sturdy and i've got some lights on here i can position them around the food i can add on extra goosenecks if i want to put reflectors uh and things like that in so very very useful especially for you know people doing product and food so i thought you'd enjoy that setup over there absolutely absolutely so 
Okay, so you're 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 working on all these. The well, that the handle was the last thing that you guys pushed out, and it, it, we talked yes. about the shipping date and the price and all that stuff. Um, what's right. next? What can you share with us about what, what you're cooking? Up? What's what's going on in the platypod labs in the I, basement? I would, but I, <laughs> I would, but I'd have to kill you. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> There's ideas. There's some ideas up here, but we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You should get you got to practice the whole Apple when you ask someone from Apple, like, OK, what's coming out next? They'll say, yeah, I can't comment on unreleased products or initiatives or services or something like that. So, yeah, I, I expected that. Well, that that's cool, man. Let me put this thing back up on the screen real quick before we before we walk away. Um, there you go. So there's that discount in the QR code for that. And one thing I wanted to point out, you kind of blew over that a little bit, but this is for everything that's in your store, right? Not just this Platypod handle product. It's for anything that's I'll, that you're selling. It, it should be, but I'll, I'll leave open a disclaimer just in case, because there's some things that might be sold out and it's, it's whatever is, is uh, available. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And only until the, the end of September of 2023. Only until the FYI. end of September. Then that goes yeah. away. Yep. Yeah, very cool. All right, Larry. Once again, I like once again around the sun. I feel like this is an annual sort of discussion that we have. We're gonna be like you know old men, like uh, like the Muppet Show, old guys in the balcony talking about photo products <laughs> in the future. Waldorf and Statler, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. That's you and me. We're going to be out there talking about the latest photo products. Um, okay, platypod.com obviously is where people should go to check all this stuff out. Any other places you want to point people to or just all roads lead to platypod? All roads lead to platypod.com. Yeah, and please sign up for our newsletter. That's the best way to find out, you know, the latest and greatest about uh, platypod equipment. All right, Larry, thanks again for coming on, man. I appreciate you, and we'll talk again next time. So you have a you have a good rest of your week and a good weekend. Okay, and hey, maybe we'll catch you in Louisville. Who knows? Uh, we'll see, we'll see. All right, Larry, okay. take care. This is Twitter.